888-835-2414. This is the new Learning with Leslie. Welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Sama from becomeablogger.com, where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And as usual, I have another exciting episode for you today. In today's episode, episode 244, I'm going to be talking about how to use blogging to advance your career. Wait, what? Leslie, are you talking about getting a job? Well, to a certain extent, yes, I am, but it's more than that. Blogging can go a long way to help you climb the corporate or professional ladder. You know, I started blogging and it landed me my dream job as a university professor, a job I later left to be a full-time blogger. But the experience taught me so much. It taught me that the traditional resume is dead, if not dying. And if you want to stand out from everyone else who's going to be applying for that same job, you can't do what everybody else is doing. You got to do something different. So blogging to advance your career, that's what we're going to be talking about today. Oh, that timing was perfect. This is my first time doing it this way. I am so excited about today's episode. Let me tell you what we're going to cover. First, we're going to have some announcement. We have two announcements that I want to make right at the beginning. And then we're going to jump into a quick tip. This is something that you can use that is going to have an impact on your business. Then we're going to go into the main segment where I'm going to be talking about how to use blogging to advance your career. And then I'm going to give you some action steps. All right. So that's what we're going to talk about. At the end, I'm going to wrap things up and then we're going to move on. So I am so excited. Let's get into our announcements for today. Announcement number one. You probably already guessed what it is. We have a brand new podcast format. It is 2016, and I wanted to spice things up a little bit, make it a little more lively, provide even more value to you. And that's really the main driving factor, the main motivating factor be- behind the changes that I'm making. And I, I, I am excited about it, and I can't wait to get your feedback about what you think about this episodes and what we what I have planned for you. So this is how it's going to run. Every other week we're mixing things up. So if this week we have a solo episode, which is exactly what we're doing today, it's just me talking about a specific topic. Next week we're going to have an interview and we're going to be alternating between solo episode and interview so that you always have an idea of what's coming up. All right? Now For these solo episodes, I want to tell you a little bit about the flow. I'm still figuring some of it out, and I'm still figuring exactly how we're going to do the interviews. But this is the general idea. First, we're going to start with some announcements like I'm doing right now. Then we're going to move into a quick tip. And as I mentioned, this is where I share some kind of a quick tip that's going to have, uh, it can have an impact on your business or it can make your life a little easier or even a lot easier. 
and um, we're going to have that uh, right after the announcements. Then we're going to dive into the main segment. And, for example, this main segment is how to use blogging to advance your career. We're going to talk about that. But then after that main segment, which will be a bulk of the episodes, you know, you listen to a podcast, you listen to so many podcasts, and there's so many great ideas, but how do you take that and then turn it into action? That's what I want to focus in, uh, focus on in the action steps segment. So right after that main segment, we're going to go into the action steps where I tell you, okay, now that you've gotten all this value, this is what you need to do about it. Now, as I wrap things up with these episodes, I'm always going to be telling you about what's coming up. I'm going to give you some details so that you can know what to expect. In other words, when it comes to my podcast episodes from here on out, I want to be much more prepared. I want to be much more prepared and provide more value so that from beginning to end, it's just chock full of value. You're getting so much out of it and and and. I'm, I'm excited. I don't know if you can tell. I don't know if you can tell, <laughs> but I am excited and I love the new music. I want to know what you think about it. So come back to this episode, becomeablogger.com slash 244, and let me know what you think about the format. Now, the second announcement has to do with my main focus for this year. My main focus is coaching. I want to help as many of you as possible build your blogs and build them into successful online businesses. And a part of that is my Become a Blogger Coaching Club. We are having such a great time inside the coaching club because it's a place where I can connect with you and help answer your questions so that you can overcome the hurdles that you are dealing with so that you can get the focus to help you to build something better in 2016. You know, I w- went in the Facebook group uh, a-, a few days ago, I think it was, and Linford Morton, one of the members of the Become a Blogger Coaching Club, he is from ShutterbugLife.com, where he has his blog, where he teaches how to be a better photographer. And this is what he posted in the Facebook group. He said, one of the things I am so thankful to this group for is the clarity I'm finally getting. I struggled for so long to figure out how to get to the goal I had in my head, and in the last Last month, I have found the clarity that has eluded me for years. This is after he had been a member for about a month. (laughs) He says, I'm excited that 2016 will be a breakout year. That's not just, uh, thanks not just to Leslie, but all the other members who support, encourage, and share. It really makes a difference. And it's fascinating to see him grow and him working on launching his membership site. There's so many great things that are happening inside the coaching club. And if you want to be there and get the support, encouragement, and other things that you need to build your blogging business in 2016, head on over to bloggercoaching.com. That's bloggercoaching.com. Now with that, let's go into our quick tip. All right, this is the quick tip segment where I share a quick tip that can have an impact on your business or make your life a little easier. So today, what I'm going to be talking about has to do with something that I do on a weekly basis. I'm a part of a mastermind group. In fact, I'm a part of two mastermind groups, and one of our groups meets on on Wednesdays. 
And when we meet, we meet on GoToMeeting. Now, GoToMeeting is a great piece of software that allows you to um, get a number of people in a, on, on a room. You can do it on your phone. And it's similar to many of the other conferencing uh, software that's, that's out there, teleconference software that's out there. Now, one of the things I like about it is the idea that you can get on your phone and just dial a number and then dial an access code. And, you know, as you're going for a walk, you can call in. Now, this isn't an ad for a go-to meeting. It's actually a quick tip on something that you can do. Because one of the things that I, it used to be a little bit of a headache is every time it's time for me to get on one of these coaching calls, I need to go and try to find the access number. I mean, the, the telephone number and then the access number and all these details. And the thing is, I ended up, Usually, either you know, logging in on the computer and then trying to get access to what the telephone number is, and then calling in on my telephone, or going back in my text message to a message that one of the members sent a while back, and scrolling through and trying to find the number and the access number. So here's the quick tip that saves me that little bit of time. What I do is when I set it up in my calendar and I set it up as a recurring event, I simply uh, in the location field. This is what I add. I add the telephone number, and then I add a comma, and then another comma, the access code, and then pound. Once again, it's the telephone number, comma, comma, access code, pound. Now, what this is going to do, when I open up my iPhone and I see, hey, we're about to meet, I click on that location, and it's going to call the number, the comma comma is going to let it pause for a few seconds. Then it's going to add the access code. It's going to dial the access code and pound. So now I never have to struggle to find that number. I can simply click on the location. Or you can save that entire thing as a contact. And it because you have the comma and the comma, the access code and the pound, it's going to do exactly what you need it to do. Now, this works for GoToMeeting, GoToWebinar, and you know, FreeConferenceCall.com and all of these other conference calling software. And it makes it so that you never have to struggle to find those numbers again. Hope you got some value from that quick tip. Now, let's move on to our main segment. All right. Today, we are talking about using blogging to advance your career. Now, this this might not be what you expect to hear on a podcast like this because I'm all about building an online business and so on. But quite frankly, there are many of you who are listening to this podcast that have jobs and you have jobs and maybe maybe some of you even love your jobs. You love what you do. And your aspirations are to, to 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 climb that professional ladder and and be at a next at the next level. Or maybe you are a student. Maybe you're in college, and you're thinking, you know, when I graduate, eventually, I want to get a job as a professor. I want to get a job as a lawyer. I want to get a job as a researcher, or a, whatever the case might be, a life insurance agent. I don't know what that is. Once you're at that point when you're looking for a job, what do people typically do? Well, they typically have a resume, and that resume has all of their education and experiences and a little bit about who they are and all that kind of stuff. But I've come to realize that that is the way of the past. Now, what if I were to tell you 
that there's a better way. And what if that better way had something to do with blogging? And what if that could help to set you apart from everyone else that's applying? Would you listen? I would hope so. I want to tell you a little bit of a story. Now, some of you know my story already, but I came to I came to the U.S. from St. Martin at the age of 17 in 1997, went to college. When I went to college, I wasn't a good student, um, but I did well in biology. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I did well in biology in high school, so I decided I'll major in biology, whatever. But I sucked as a student. Now, it wasn't until 2002 when things started to change for me. Now, if, if you did some quick math there, you, you see that that's five years into my college career. My college career lasted six years in total. But in my fifth year, that's, that's another story for another time. In my fifth year, I started taking things seriously. And I was sitting there in my systems physiology class. And my professor, Dr. Stout, was at the head of the class. And I remember he started talking. The, the first section was on the nervous system. And he was talking about the neuron and all of the processes that happen inside the neuron and how the action potential takes place and how neurotransmitters are released and how that causes a signal in the next cell and all these amazing things happening. And I remember thinking to myself, Wait a minute. All of that is happening inside of me, inside my brains, inside of my neurons, inside of all. I, I was blown away by the complexity. And for the first time, I fell in love with biology. Before I fell in love with my wife. I, I fell in love with biology. And I know you're thinking, oh, man, Leslie, you are such a nerd. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with being a nerd. I love the human body and the complexity of it. It gives me a much better appreciation for, for who we are as human beings and where we came from and all that good stuff. Now, while in that class, I started taking notes voraciously. It's like, man, everything that that professor was saying, I wanted to get down in my notes. And, and I, I really fell in love with that subject. Now, I didn't only fall in love with the subject. I also fell in love with helping the other students in my class. I spent, I probably spent just as much time, if not more, helping the other students than I did studying for myself. And that's when I realized that I wanted to be a university professor. Now, the story continues from there because uh, I decided that when I finished with my bachelor's, I was going to do a master's, and I did my master's in neurobiology. And while I was doing my master's, I got sent to Germany, and that to me was a great you know, opportunity. The school sent me to Germany to do research, and I was there doing research, get this, on crickets. I was studying one neuron in a cricket. And trying to determine how the processing of that neuron, or, or to get more data on how the, pro I know it's getting kind of geeky, but stay with me. The, the processing of that neuron led to the female cricket being attracted to the male cricket. So I'm there recording from these neurons with an electrode that I made and, and playing back these chirping sounds all day, every day recording from the neurons, analyzing it, and oh my word, it I don't want to say it sent me crazy, but it got close to that. It made me realize how much I hated research. 
or at least that kind of research. I didn't want to be in a lab. I didn't want to be stuck in a lab all day for sometimes 15, 16 hours in a day. Oh, my word. I wanted to be teaching. That's what I was passionate about. And I knew that to become a university professor, I would have to go down this route of getting a PhD, doing a ton more research, and I couldn't see myself doing that. So I gave up on that dream. We're going somewhere. Follow me now. I gave up on that dream. And eventually I decided, you know what, I'm just going to teach at a high school, (laughs) no research involved, I'll be fine. But I was still passionate about the content that I would be teaching at the university level, so I, I started my biology blog. Now, that biology blog grew rapidly, and I started teaching exactly what I wanted to teach. And today, in, um, in between November and December, in that one-month uh, time period, I got we had 95,000 people visit that blog. That, to me, is huge, because here's what it did. It, help, it has helped me to establish myself as an expert in the field of biology. Number two, it actually opened the door for me to become a university professor, and I eventually left that job. And it gave me the confidence that if, if something were to go wrong with what I do right now, if blogging were to disappear or whatever the case might be, maybe well, I don't see that happening, but if I needed to get a job in my field in the future... I can do that easily. And that was a part of giving me the confidence that I needed in order to leave my job and do this blogging thing full time. Now, the blog helped me get that job. It has done a a whole lot for me. Um, And I've realized that most people aren't aware of how much blogging can do to help them advance their career. So what I want to do now is first I want to walk you through a series of questions that you need to ask yourself uh, if you want to go along this route of using blogging to advance your career. And whether you are trying to get a job or not, whether it's just you're trying to build an online business, this is going to be very significant for you as well. So we're going to go through a series of questions, and then I'm going to go through three tips that you can use to really set yourself up for success. So the first question is this. What is your end goal? Now, one of the mistakes that I made when I went to college is I didn't really think about what my end goal was. I started to study biology just because I did well in biology when I was in, co- when I was in high school and I didn't know what else to do. But I want you to spend some time thinking through what your end goal is. Now, eventually I realized that I wanted to be a university professor. If I think about it now, what, I real, what I'm realizing is it's not necessarily that I wanted to be a university professor. It's that I wanted to teach something that I'm passionate about. And that's exactly what I'm doing today. That's exactly, exactly what I was doing as a university professor. So having an understanding of what your end goal is going to make it much, what your end goal is, will make it much easier for you to take the steps that you need to take in order to accomplish that goal. So I want you to get very clear on what that end goal is. Is it to be a to become a university professor? Is it just to teach something that you're passionate about? Is it to inspire others to live a more active lifestyle? Is it to inspire others to take care of themselves? What is your end goal? Be very clear about that. And maybe even write it down. Not maybe even write it down. Write it down. 
think through it. Brainstorm. Ask people about, you know, what they think you're good at and, and, and think about all these things and write down, ultimately, where do you see yourself? Okay? So that's question number one. Question number two. Once you've determined what your end goal is, ask yourself this next question. And that question is, what expertise will you need? Now, if you're if you were like me at the time and you determined that you wanted to be a biology professor, what do you need in order to accomplish that? Well, of course, you're going to need a good understanding of biology. You're going to need the ability to teach. Um, in other words, you're going to have to do whatever is necessary in order to become a subject matter expert and in order to be able to take that subject matter and share it with people in a way that they can understand. Now, the problem with much of education today, and this is me going on a little rant, but the problem with much of education today is we focus on, hey, these are all the, 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 the things you need to learn in order to get a decent grade and to pass with a certain GPA and all that kind of stuff. But it doesn't fully look at it in the context of what is your end goal. You might be taking a communications class and you're just so focused on that communication class and passing and so on. But if your end goal is to become a professor, you can use that communications class uh, to practice the teaching and the communication skills that you need specifically to communicate biology in a way that students are going to understand it. So what I want you to do Given that you understand what your end goal is, really think about what you need to do, what, what expertise you will need in order to accomplish that, and how you will go about getting that expertise. You, you're going to have to attend classes. You're going to have to study hard. You're going to have to do research. You're going to have to go above and beyond what is expected of an average student if you want to be a university professor teaching the average student. You're going to have to practice teaching. And that's not something that you need to necessarily put off until you get the job. If you know you want to be a teacher, teach. Like, I'm talking about today. I'm not talking about waiting for someone else to give you the permission to teach. I'm talking about today. Start teaching. Don't wait for someone else to give you the experience that's necessary to gain the expertise. What I want you to do is change your mindset from waiting for that experience to come from someone else to creating the experience you need to create and do that now. Okay, so question number one, what is your end goal? Question number two, what expertise will you need? Question number three, it's not a strange question if you've been following me for a, lot, for a while because this has everything to do with building a blog, right? Uh, one of the things that we always hear in business and, and in online marketing and so on is that we use the term customer avatar. I want to phrase this as a question. Who will you serve? Who will you serve? The concept of customer avatar um, is the concept of becoming very clear on who we are targeting with our message, with our product, with our service, or whatever it is we're offering. But I want you to think about it in terms of your end goal. Who do you really want to serve? Is it individuals who struggle with their weight or struggle with certain ailments? Are you trying to serve people that are trying to become successful tennis players. I'm just throwing something out there. Whatever 
that is. I want you to become very clear on who you will serve. Because as, as much as this is something that's clear in the business field, it's not something that we think about a lot when it comes to our career. It's not the type of conversation that comes up as often, uh, especially when we're talking about within the academic context. We, we place the emphasis on the academic aspects, the things that you have to study, the information that you have to learn. I want to encourage you to flip that around, flip that over on its head, and spend a significant amount of time thinking about the person that you want to serve, want, want to serve when you accomplish that goal. So in my case, that was a college student, a college student that was studying, is studying biology and, and more specifically, more advanced levels of biology. And understanding that individual's needs, understanding their struggles, understanding their fears, that helps to guide me in everything that I do in building my blog. So question number one, what is your end goal? Number two, what expertise will you need? Number three, who will you serve? And number four, how will you serve them? I mean, knowing who you serve is great, but really, how are you going to serve them? What is the best way for you to serve them? If you want to be a professor, ultimately what you're going to be doing is teaching a specific subject. And as I mentioned earlier in this post, you should be spending a significant amount of time becoming a subject matter expert. Because the more you learn, the more you're going to be able to serve. A lot of us get into blogging and we think, yeah, I'm just going to kind of talk about something that I'm passionate about. But we don't invest the time. We don't study. We don't work at becoming subject matter experts so that we can really and truly serve our audience. We, we're teaching things and we don't fully immerse ourselves in the subject that we're teaching. So you don't have to wait until you have your dream job in order to start serving. You can start serving them now. We're going to talk about some of the ways to do that um, in a little bit. And the last question I want you to ask, and this is specifically for someone that's looking to advance in their career, what would a future potential employer be looking for? Now, if we graduate college and we're applying for a job, this is something that we're thinking about actively, right? But I don't want you to wait until that point to think about it. Or if you're in a field and thinking, you know what, in 10 years from now, I hope to be the director of human resources or whatever the case might be. I don't want you to wait until 10 years from now to start thinking about those things. I want you to do something different. Whether you're a college in a freshman in college or you just graduated or you have a job hoping to get to the next level at some point in the future, now is the time to think about these things. So if, for example, I'm, I'm coming back to this example because it's something that I have personal knowledge with. If you're applying to be a university professor or if you eventually want to apply to be a university professor, your employer will want to know a few things. They want to know, number one, as I mentioned, that you have subject matter expertise. Number two, they want to know if you can teach well. Well, at least hopefully they're thinking about that, but by what I've seen by many professors, I question that. <laughs> but you get the point. They want to see that you can teach well. 
They want to see that you know how to deal with students. You know how to deal with people. They want to see that maybe you have research experience. They want to see that you are organized. There are a number of different things that they want to see in a, in a, in a, in a candidate for employment. So knowing these things and thinking about these things from now, that's going to help you to consciously, to make a conscious decision to demonstrate your ability on your, on your blog in the context of what they might be looking for at that point in the future. And you can build something that very proactively demonstrates that you have that subject matter expertise. You can teach well. You know how to deal with people. You have research experience. You are organized. And that will play a big part in determining how you build your blog. So now let's talk about the building of the blog. I'm going to give you three tips, three very simple tips, and then we're going to move on about our business. And I hope you got, yeah, I, well, no, you're going to get value from it. So number one, tip number one, this is where the rubber meets the road. This is where you did all that work in answering those questions. Now, what you're going to do is demonstrate your growing expertise. Now, notice that I said growing expertise. This is something, this is a concept that holds a lot of people back because they want to eventually become an expert, a subject matter expert. They want to be, be known as the person that, that can help in a certain field, that can teach biology well. They want to be known as the person that can help them on their fitness journey or whatever the case might be. But a lot of people hold themselves back because they don't feel like experts. But here's the thing. You, and I'm talking specifically you, you're listening to this right now. You know more than someone else. And because you know more than someone else, you can teach someone else. I'm not talking about faking and saying, hey, I'm the expert at such and such. I'm talking about sharing what you learn. And if you've taken my advice up to this point and you are actively investing in growing your knowledge, your understanding, your, your subject matter, you're becoming a subject matter expert, you're always going to have something to talk about. If you have a blog and you feel as if you don't know what to talk about anymore, it's because you're not growing in that field. And you want to make sure that you are growing in that field so that you always have something to talk about. Now, the bulk of the content on my biology blog, <laughs> you remember that systems physiology class I, I told you about? It's directly from those extensive notes that I was taking back then. That class that I fell in love with, I basically repurposed it because I was actively learning these complex topics. I was actively sharing and demonstrating my growing expertise. I wish, I wish that I was sharing it when I was in the class. I wish I didn't wait years because, yeah, okay, close to 100,000 visitors. Uh, maybe it might be close to 500,000 or a million visitors if I started to invest in it back then. Although I didn't write the book on physiology, I had something to share that others could learn from. And although you didn't write the book on whatever, well, maybe you did write the book, but most of you <laughs> didn't write the book on whatever topic you are passionate about, 
you have something to share that others can learn from. In addition to that, the act of creating content and sharing it with the world forced me to think about how I delivered that content. And because I wanted to make sure that it's done in a way that it's ma- it makes it easy for my, my visitors to learn or fun, even fun for my visitors to learn, I became a better teacher. My expertise was growing. And that was extremely obvious. I remember when I sat down in, in the office of the chair of the, the, the department that I was applying for, and I showed him what I was working on, he was, uh, he was almost instantly fascinated and browsing around and clicking on videos and seeing the things that I was doing. He was blown away with what I had because no one else had that. And there were 30-something-odd applicants, many of them with PhDs and DPTs and all these fancy letter degrees that I have none of, <laughs> But I got the job because what I had was different. Tip number two, I want you to build a strategic about page. Notice the word strategic. Now, here's the thing. Your about pages on most blogs, it's one of the most visited pages on, 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 on the blog. So someone comes to your blog from wherever, from the search engine, from social media, and they want to know, hey, what in the world is this blog about? So they click on the about link and, and they come there and hopefully it tells a story. It paints a picture of the value that you're providing. It tells a story of who this is for and why this exists and all that kind of stuff. But unfortunately, many of the about pages that I see, they just suck. (laughs) Pardon my language for those of you that are offended by the word suck. But you don't want to be one of those guys. You want to be someone that that thinks about your about page, about your about page. That sounds weird. But you think about your about page and, 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 and you want to paint a full picture of your ability. You want to paint a full picture of your passion. You want to paint a, a full picture of your aspirations. You want your personality to shine through. When you go to my blog, my biology blog, I want you to see that, okay, this isn't just some boring biology professor or something of that sort. This is someone that enjoys what they're doing. And I don't even use the, you know, okay, let me read the first part of my about page for you. This is my interactive biology about page. I start off by saying this. Okay, so here's the real deal. We all know that there are many people out there who don't like biology. Okay, okay. There are uh, even many out there who hate it with a passion. I know. It's hard to believe. Such a fascinating topic with so much valuable information and people actually don't like it. Can you fancy that? Here's the thing. I have a theory. My theory is that most people who don't like it don't like it because of the way it is taught to them. It was taught to them. A bunch of $100 words by a very intelligent teacher. Now, I'm not trying to bash on teachers because they, we, are important. However, sometimes it's necessary to break down concepts into little bite-sized chunks. That is what interactive biology is all about, breaking down the concepts of biology so that if a freshman in high school wants to teach, wants to understand graduate-level neurobiology with enough discipline, she could do so. Technology is awesome, and I enjoy using it to enhance my classes. The internet continues to amaze me. It's such a useful tool that can help anyone who wants to learn about any subject well. 
If biology is the subject you want to learn about, this is the site for you. And then I go on to explain what they're going to find out. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? You want to make your about page tell a story. It's telling a story to your visitors. It's telling a story to your potential employers and all that good stuff. Tip number three. Another very common tip, but I think sometimes we need to hear something over and over again for it to stick in our minds, and that is build your email list. Now, I know what you're thinking. Wait a minute, Leslie. You're talking about advancing my career and you're mentioning an email list? What What in the world is that all about? I know. It sounds counterintuitive. We always say that your email list is one of your most valuable assets when it comes to building your blog or building your online business and all that good stuff. But it's it's much more than that. I mean, think about it. It's a way for you to communicate with people in your industry. Whatever your industry is. Now, on my biology blog, I have an email list of about 17,000 people. And many of those people are teachers, professors, principals. Now, if, if I were, if, once again, if my business were to fall apart, <laughs> which hopefully it never does. I mean, you just never know. But if it were to fall apart, wouldn't that be a great network to have? Wouldn't it be a great asset to have a group of people that are involved in my field that know me, like me, and trust me because of the content that I've created that maybe they've used in their classes and so on so that if they are looking for a professor or a teacher or whatever the case might be, and I were to say, hey, I'm on the market, don't you think it would be relatively easy among those 17,000 people for me to get a job? Build your email list. Now, once you've done all of this and you've created this asset, uh, whether you have tens of thousands of people using it or not, or whether you just have a great valuable asset that you can then take and present to your potential employer, that goes a long way. Because when I walked into the office of the chair of the department, he looked at me like, what in the world are you doing here? You don't have a doctorate. You're not a physical therapist. You've never taken anatomy. And you want to be an anatomy professor? But when he saw what I had done, he knew that this is something that he should take seriously. Now, here's the best part. Because... I've been talking about how to use blogging to advance your career. But here's the thing. If you do all these things that I mentioned and you build a successful blog, yes, it gives you the ability to advance your career. Yes, maybe it might give you the ability to land your dream job. But it could also put you in a position to where you don't need that job. You've built something of value. You've built a business, and now you're the one that's creating the jobs. You see what I did there? Yeah, I, I kind of lured you in with this concept of advancing your career thing, but now I'm telling you that by doing this, you can end up being in a position where forget the job. Advance someone else's career, and that is a beautiful thing. Now, here's a tricky thing. And this is what a lot of people don't like to hear. But I'm going to tell you it because it's the reality. This stuff isn't easy. 
This stuff takes a lot of work. And if you are already working a full-time job or you're a student or whatever the case might be, you, you probably don't have like a ton of time to work on it. It takes a lot of work. But it's worth it. And you can do it. So, with all that being said, I have a question for you. I want to know because, you know, this is, I, I hope you found this valuable. But my question for you is this. In terms of your career, what is your ultimate goal? In terms of your career, what is your ultimate goal? I want you to come back to this episode and let me know. Becomeablogger.com slash 244. Let me know in the comments. Now, let's go to the action steps. All right, so we've covered a lot of ground here, but I want you to be able to walk away from this episode and take action. So I'm going to summarize my action steps for you very concisely. The first thing I want you to do is answer those four questions. The four questions that we went over in this episode. You know, what is your ultimate goal? Uh, What expertise will you need? Who will you serve? And how will you serve them? Another question, (laughs) what would a a future potential employer be looking for? I want you to take the time and write out your answers to that question. This is kind of like homework. I should call this the homework segment. No, that's kind of boring. Okay, so answer those first questions. Number two, work on building your content engine. It's all about the content that you create. So build your blog with valuable content to help your audience. That's number two. Number three, and that's number two is an ongoing thing. Number three, create or revisit your about page and be strategic about it. Include those elements that we spoke about. Put your personality in there. Demonstrate your growing expertise and let people know hey, this is the value that you provide and who you provide it for. And number four, come back to becomeablogger.com slash 244 and answer the question, what is your ultimate goal when it comes to your career. All right, let's move out. So I want to tell you a little bit about what's coming up in the future. Next week, we have uh, an awesome interview coming up. I told you every other week we're doing something a little different. And next week, we're going to have an interview with Kate All. She's one of my coaching uh, clients, and she manages a bunch of Pinterest accounts. She has a Pinterest management service. And we're going to be talking about Pinterest strategies that work for successful bloggers. So we're going to be covering, number one, the right way to set up your Pinterest account for success. Number two, we're going to talk about what it takes to really be successful on Pinterest. And number three, since she manages so many Pinterest accounts for very successful bloggers and has done some extensive analysis, we want to know exactly what's working on Pinterest and what isn't. So I hope you got value from this episode and I look forward to sharing that content with you next week. And I want to ask you to do three things as we wrap things up. Number one, if you got if you got benef- uh, value from this episode and you know someone that can benefit from the content of this episode specifically, share it with them on Facebook, email, call them up, bring them over and have them listen to it, whatever. That helps us get the word out there. Number two, you want to start a blog? Head on over to freebloggingvideos.com. It's my free course to teach you how to build your blog, create content, inspire others, and change the world. And lastly, if you want to take things to the next level, join the coaching club, bloggercoaching.com.